Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. How's your week been going so far on lockdown? Um, it's all right. I mean, I'm getting a lot of stuff done. Yeah, really? Uh, that's what my weekends are now, so I'm going to play board games this weekend, and that's it. Maybe I'll cook a little exciting dish. I invited my girlfriends over for an, a sit-in brunch because all the restaurants had closed. Yeah, that's that's a shame. I mean, I understand why, but it's still weird. I know. My friend uh, my friend Eric owns uh, uh, 317 Maine in Farmingdale. Mm-hmm. And he's making, uh, my mother just told me about this, uh, he's making to-go kits of uncooked food. So, like, if you want to prepare one of their dishes, like uh, Blue Apron style, you could buy yeah. one of their dishes unprepared and prepare it yourself at home and create, like, a, a romantic meal where you learn how to cook one of uh, the dishes from the restaurant. Oh, that's good. Isn't that neat? He's a neat guy. That's that's cool, man. Yeah, that place, cool. number one, the food is delicious. And I'm not saying that because he's been cooking food for me since I'm like nine years old. He's just really <laughs> excellent chef. I've had many meals there since he opened, came back to New York. He was in New Jersey for a long time. Oh, okay. And now he's back in business, baby. Nice. Yeah, this thing is scary, man, this whole COVID thing. It's really um, scary. Yeah, it is. It is. And I mean... If they don't do it, then you wind up with the Spanish flu. Really? Yes. That is... <laughs> that's people who are cavalier and flippant about it because they don't see it as immediate. Like they're like, I don't see that many people with it. I don't know why we're all freaking out. Well, the reason you're not seeing a lot of people with it is because we're freaking out. Well, that isn't freaking out like a good thing. Like, a little bit, you know. I mean, don't buy all the toilet paper. I mean, to what end? Although I did post a little tiny clip of Supernatural, where uh, they went into the future somehow. You know how that show rolls. They were in the mm-hmm. future, and they ran into future Chuck, and he said to hoard toilet paper because that is made of gold. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. there's nothing that Supernatural has not touched. There's no occasion. I like the Demolition Man memes, though. Oh, me too. Those were very funny. Uh, yeah, with the three seashells. <laughs> my husband hadn't seen all of Demolition Man, and this is a crime. He hasn't seen it? Uh, no, I know. And he hadn't seen all of The Fifth Element, either. These are all tragedies. Like, how? Uh, I don't know. Like, what, do you, like, walk out in the middle of it? I don't know, but as soon as I... And we've been together for... Since 1997, so, like, 23 years. And he hasn't seen Fifth Element or Demolition Man, all of it. I swear to you. So, and I only found out this information, like, a couple of years ago. This You would have thought <laughs> I found this out in, like, 2000 or something like that. Not true. Found out a couple of years ago. Immediately... Called up my dad to be like, Michael doesn't know how to use the three seashells, Dad. Oh my god! Did you rectify the situation? Uh, I don't remember. That's part of the bad part of the memory. All I remember is him not seeing it, me cracking wise about the three seashells, and then him admitting that he hadn't seen all of uh, the Fifth Element in one sitting. Like he'd catch the beginning and have to go to work, or catch the end and have to go to work, or something like that. But uh, I mean that's understandable, but not seeing Demolition Man. Come on. I don't know. that All of this is a crime. That's I was like... like oh, it's a to, crime. It's going to pop culture jail, you know? He should for like a week. But then again, I didn't see The Big Lebowski for very many years because everybody was like, it's the best movie, it's going to change your life. And I was like, leave me alone. It's not the best movie. It's a good movie. It's, not, it's, it's getting a sequel. I saw. I watched it. It was fine. 
it was, it's getting a it's getting a sequel. It was just fine, and as usual, everything worth watching is John Goodman, and I'm very, really not um, John Turturro. And John Goodman is the reason to watch The Big Lebowski. John Goodman's the reason to watch most things. If he's in it, he's the reason why you're watching it. I was wa- I really was watching it because I like uh, what's his name, Jeff Bridges. I like Jeff Bridges too. There's not a slight against him. I'm just saying the more compelling character is John Goodman's character. And Steve Buscemi. And funny. Steve Buscemi's fine. My favorite Steve Buscemi role is still and always will be Airheads. And then Con- <laughs> yeah, forever. And then Con Air. Those are the best. Two best. Oh, ones. yes. Yes, Con Air. Airheads is criminally underrated, I feel. And not because Brandon Fraser is having like a little mini renaissance going on. And he deserves it because he's a fantastic human, fantastic actor. But it's a very underrated movie. It is hilarious. It is just so funny, and I quote it all the just time. As, just as hilarious as uh, Bedazzled? It's funnier than Bedazzled by a lot. Really? Yes. It is. And, like, Adam Sandler is perfect. It's just so good. It's just everything's going aces in that movie. It's just very, very, very funny. It is a funny movie. Chris Farley's funny. Just, I don't know. I feel like it got a bad shake, and it shouldn't have, because it's really good. And that's it. That's my report on old movies that should have been watching. But didn't. <laughs> now, Michael had seen Airheads, of course. If you're a musician, you saw Airheads, and that's how it is. I'm trying to see if I can get a segue going between Airheads and Stargate. And I don't think I can. I could have gotten it for Criminal Minds, though. Because <laughs> cause Rossi is the DJ in, in Airheads. And I did... Isn't that show ending? Wow, buddy. <laughs> Careful with that mic. Oh. Uh, can you rub it? Yeah, you rubbed it. Stop rubbing it. You're just going to make it worse. <laughs> I didn't know that for a long time that Rossi was, was in Airheads. And then I yeah. went back and I watched it. And I was like, I'll be damned. I just don't know that anybody's in anything. Like, I didn't know that Hotch on Criminal Minds was Greg from Dharma and Greg. Like, I just don't know anything. You didn't know that? It took two years before I realized that that's what Dude, was going on here. But he looks the same. Yeah, but he's not funny on Criminal Minds. He's a sourpuss all the time. For ten years, sourpuss. Or that, did you know that Manny Patinkin was uh, in Eagle No, Montoya? I did not. I did not know that either. You didn't know that? No, because they don't look the same anymore. Now he looks curmudgeonly. Well, he's older. Yeah, he's older and curmudgeonly. But so yeah, it's... he doesn't have that thin, good bone structure anymore. He just has a blockhead, and <laughs> and he said disparaging things about Michelle, and I don't like that. So they killed him off. <laughs> it was years but later, still, but he still did it. I still I don't get that you didn't see Hutch's. Uh, oh, Tom and Greg. Greg. When I I met um, Jenna Elfman, and uh, she's fabulous. I, she's so cool. She's the coolest. Yeah? She is the super coolest. I like her very much. I had said something about, uh, oh, something about me and Michael to her. And she was like, oh, here's, you want to hear what's freaky? I go, I do. She goes, uh, Mr. Scratch is my husband. Uh, that, that is her husband, um, Bodie Elfman. I'm like, oh, sh-. I didn't know that either. Like, I didn't recognize him because he was playing such a mega creep. And uh, so he's like, she's like, I got to watch my real husband, Fight my work husband because that's who he's fighting <laughs> yeah. in those scenes and i'm like oh that is really weird she's like yeah it was a real weird thing to be upon i'm like this is i'm gonna go <laughs> <laughs> it's a wild uh that's a wild ride so yeah i met jenna elfman and she was ridiculously cool 
You know what else is a wild ride? Is it solitude? This. <laughs> I was wildly unsuccessful with making this transition. <laughs> I mean, yes, it is. It is a wild ride. It's pretty, you know, intense. Uh, what episode are we talking about today, Miss Len- Mr. Lenny? Uh, Solitude, Stargate SG One. It opens up with um, did I? Yes, okay. The gate is freaking out. Is that how it opens? That's how it opens. Yeah, everybody, everybody in SG SG base is freaking out. Oh right, because they're being shot out or some such, and they don't. Yeah. They don't bring this up later on, but I see where the shots are coming from. And they don't, they don't bring it up, and they don't realize what's going on on that planet. They're like, we're being ambushed. They're not. The people who live on that planet built, like, weapons to, like, I guess out of probably Jaffa staffs. They built those, um, there are pillars going all the way down, like, um, like an aisle. And they're coming out of the pillars. Like, not like never-ending story? Yeah, they, it's exactly like that. So, like, if you activate the gate and you walk through... And you're a coward. No, it doesn't matter if you're a coward or not. <laughs> you're a coward. Uh, the lasers are going to go off to chase you away because they're going to assume that you're a Jaffa or you're gold and you're there to hurt them. But they and, nev- you're not a, and you're not a Treyu? They never bring... <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously. They never bring it up. And when they go back to try and find Jack and Sam, it goes off again and they still don't bring it up. But I saw, like what was going on there that it was the it was the statues well they're not statues they're like pillars or whatever mm-hmm. and it was like weird that they didn't bring it back up they should have brought it back up because that's a, like an interesting piece of tech that that planet figured out that other planets aren't figuring out because they're still wearing like loincloths or whatever well how are they going to assimilate it and get get in contact with the people i mean it, to me it just looks like they set up like the simplest system which is to build a pillar stick a jaffa staff in there from one you've killed and just let it either go off remotely or have like a, a trip that pushes the button so, and makes it go so they pretty much built a castle defense system yeah like a, like it's not it's not that hard to think up you know Can't well i know that I'm hard to saying. come across one uh but other civilizations aren't doing that they're just like oh we don't know Anything at all. We don't have any technology whatsoever. Uh, anyway, back to the show. It's icy. It's very icy. Teal just seems confused why nobody's keen to get back to save Jack and Sam. He's like he's confused and he's angry. Yeah, really. But and he's always got that frown anyway, but like it's a deeper frown than usual. <laughs> so in an early I'm, Go on. I'm Teal, I am sad. No. Oh, yeah, really. So in in earlier uh, episodes, I noticed something that had had bothered me was how quickly they go back and forth. In this one, they seem to have slowed that down a little bit. So you spend a little bit more time with Jack and Sam and a little bit less time with the gang trying to figure out how to get them, which I like because I don't like it when they switch back too fast because then I don't don't really like get an attachment to what's going on. Okay. Uh, So Jack has broken his leg. And, and his rib. Yeah, he doesn't share the rib information. Yeah, not until, like, a little later. I think, and he doesn't even share that. I think Sam just figures that out for herself. She's like, mm, this feels like he broke a rib and you're not sharing. So, hey, buddy, you're uh, kind of in pain there when you were climbing. What happened to your ribs? Yeah, would be like, I'm not a doctor, but I know broken ribs when I see them. <laughs> I can't fix them, but I know them. They found the DHD, but it's under a pile of ice. 
Uh, was this before? Wait, was this before or after he made, she makes a splint? I think. And he's like, give, and he's like giving a crap for it. I don't think um, I wrote it down. Yeah, because I th- I remember him. I remember her making a splint, and he was just like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm making a splint. I've never done this before." He's like, "Yeah, it's pretty painful." Yeah, he and he wouldn't even let her finish because the pain got too bad. I mean, I get it. If yeah. you're not good at that kind of thing, then it's gonna it's gonna suck super hard, especially if it was like a a compound fracture or something like that. Oh mm-hmm. dear, it's probably in pieces, and she's just making it worse. <laughs> Because, like, if... The, and there's, like, a lot of sensitive, like, blood vessels and stuff like that. I mean, it's his lower leg, so that's better than it being his femur, you know? Yeah. Because the femoral arteries, you could have chipped it and then... Been plus the, for plus him. the pain is unbearable. Oh, sure. Because you broke... Sure. Because you fractured your leg. Yeah, it would be like, don't even look at me. It hurts <laughs> when you look at me. So, oh, that, so while she's doing that, he's she is asking Jack to be like, explain some history to me so that way i'm distracting you from the ungodly amount of pain i'm putting you in <laughs> and i didn't realize he was uh, black op and when uh, when he thinks when he when he's in black ops mode he thinks about his wife well, that's nice no i think he mentioned in early episodes that he's like special forces i mean they're yeah but that's not black ops black I mean, ops is like they it's... dropped him in the desert nobody's coming because nobody knows he's in the desert Special ops. I mean, is like isn't killed. that isn't that pretty much what special ops is, though? Yeah. So they they like black ops is dropped in the desert. Nobody knows you're coming. And special operation or special forces, I feel like, is killed uh, killed like a terrorist guy or something. I guess. I, well, I always thought it was thing. like one in this. It's like two sides of the same coin. I mean, maybe it is, but like sometimes you got to kill a terrorist. Other times they drop in the desert. Like they're black ops, like doing all this Stargate stuff. That's all like black operations. But it's not like assassinating, you're not assassinating anybody, obviously, probably. I mean, you are, but I mean, not most every of the time, most of the time. <laughs> but you're out there we're doing whatever, and nobody knows that you're up to that. We're just going off into space, you know. Yeah, space is. Jack refuses to die like this. It's not really up to Jack, is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Daniel was passed out when Teal'c was like, I don't know why we're, we're not going back. I forgot that Daniel was passed out for all this time. So when they do like a POV shot of Daniel waking up, so it's like blurry eye blinking uh, Mm -hmm. thing. Tilk's face is a lot to wake up to. Like if I (laughs) were passed out and it's not that I don't want to wake up to Christopher Judge's face, I would. But if it's his face while he's doing deep frown and like two inches from me and I've been passed out. It's like, oh, dude, what? It would be terrifying. I'd be terrified. I would jump back in absolute, like I'd just be like screaming. Because they'd be like, this is very unexpected. I think, I, I think they do that with Daniel because I think they Daniel represents, like, the viewer. So you're seeing everything through his eyes. Right, like, literally this time. And I'm like, Ooh, that's a lot. I wouldn't want to wake up to any of that. <laughs> he must be very alarmed. So, but, like, that's, like, a cute, like, little aside that they cut to. Because not a lot of action happens there and they don't spend a ton of time on it before they go back to Jack and Sam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when we find out about Jack's cracked rib and the DHD that's frozen in ice. And his internal bleeding. Uh, yeah, he's internally bleeding. He's like coughing up blood. She's like, oh, that's new. She's like spilling out odds of survival like she's C-3PO. She's just... And he's like, don't ever tell me the odds. <laughs> I'm like, look at you two. Yeah, she's like blabbing. 
And it's funny that they're in an ice world, so there's that. Mm -hmm. Gate repairs are pretty boring. And they're like, (laughs) here we are, here's some pliers. Uh, Taking our time, taking our time. Here's some Cat5 cables for the, uh, you know... Oh, yeah, and that's that's on the non-frozen side of gate repair. So, like, because the gate was broken... Uh, Hammond thought he would be slick and be like, you have 12 hours to do it. And the guy was like... It's like, no, that's not how it works. It's like, we're on union time, bro. That's not... We're not doing that. And it's going to take 24 hours anyway. And that's that. And they that's were just like, how it is, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> they're like, do it in less. He's like, absolutely not doing it in less. And he's like, all right, do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, really? Like, it's so... That's so funny to me that they didn't... They didn't pull the the trope of, well, I need you to do it in a quarter of that time, and then they managed to do it somehow. He's just yeah, like, they're just like, nope, it's 24 up. hours. He's like, anyway, back to now. <laughs> and then and Hammond's like, okay, I guess so. Like, what am like, I, I don't tell you how to run your ring world here. Don't tell me how to do my job. That And it, that's like peak construction worker attitude. <laughs> Jack is definitely dying, and he knows it, and he's not going to tell anybody during their delicious meal. Of, like, rations? <laughs> of, like, grody rations. They hadn't invented, like, delicious protein bars yet, so it's not even like they had, like, a Power One on them or something. <laughs> they just had, like, whatever sawdust passed for, like, army rations or whatever. Sawdust and gruel and maybe a chocolate, like, in World War Two. How did they even survive? <laughs> We're just stuck with Fig Newtons, and that's all. Oh my god. Jack's not listening to Sam anymore. And they found a dead frozen while she's mom. While she's working out a solution? He's yeah. like, I'm sorry, I'm not listening. The pain's like, too much. Hey, here's some stuff, and then he's just like not hearing her. Like She's well, like, we're going to do it this way, and this way, and this way. And he's like, you have to go to the surface. Yeah, because his leg is in pain. It's probably his, his his boat is in like two. His ribs are cracked, so that's pain. He's probably having trouble breathing. Oh, for Plus, sure. Plus, he's coughing up blood, so he's definitely freezing to death. He's in bad shape, and he's oh yeah, and he's freezing to death. Uh, they do find a frozen dead Jaffa along with that revelation. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were going to eat him. Ten more seconds. Oh my god, that's <laughs> yum! That's not a half bad idea. I mean. He's probably been in there for a millennia, but that is frozen mm-hmm. food, and frozen food does last quite a long time. Yeah, plus they have the means to cook the food. Yeah, who's to say uh, what the shelf life for frozen Jaffa is? <laughs> I mean, is it a millennia? I don't know. Honey never goes bad. That's true. It's not nothing. It does crystallize, though. That's okay. You can revitalize it with some heat. Mm-hmm. Back over at the... Back over at uh, Stargate Command, Daniel and the local union guy figure out Sam's idea for it being like a, a local Stargate. Oh no, tried to dial. Um... Yeah, he's like, it's a superconductor. Yeah, they. Um, I think they try like a bunch of. What do I got here? Wait a minute. Okay. They try to narrow it down to because it's got to be relatively close by because it jumped like uh, lightning. I think they're up to the lightning mm-hmm. part at this yeah. point. Um, and they, they, they try everywhere and like nothing's happening. So back over with Sam and Jack, 
Ships Ahoy, matey, because this is where it sails. Because <laughs> they try to go to sleep and they need body heat. Oh, don't they? Oh, where do we get body heat? <laughs> snuggles. So that that must be the snuggle that sailed a thousand ships of Jack and Probably. Sam. <laughs> Which is good because the show never really. Um, it's not that they don't lean into it; they lean into it in the more fantastical parts. No, they do it. They do get together, but it's they're basically like alternate universe Jack gets together with alternate universe Sam. Or... Yeah, but then who cares about that? Because Sam gets <laughs> as a but, nah, alternate universe is alternate universe stuff. Because Sam winds up with Pete for a long time. It's true. Peter but it's a, br- it's a brilliant way to do it, though. To ship, yeah. to ship characters. Oh my goodness. Yeah, there's a whole lot of stuff like that where you're like, yeah, I went to this. Um, because they do it with like on Atlantis when Rodney is hallucinating, he's hallucinating Sam because he's a dirty old man. And that he's is a the dirty thing. old he's man. He's a dirty old man. Even though he's not old, he's a dirty young man. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so they're dialing around and it's it's not really going well for them. The ship sails, and Sam is very distressed because Jack is bleeding out. <laughs> he's bleeding out. Yeah, and he and she can't fix the DHD. And uh, helpful Hammond is stepping in to pull the plug on this entire operation. He's like, "Too bad, they're MIA forever. Goodbye." Doesn't mean they're dead, though. <laughs> right. I'm like, so take solace in that. They're like, no. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, we're going to find them. I can't believe Hammond's like, well, we did our best. <laughs> I wonder if they ever relay that back to them when they get Sam and Jack back, if they're like... And they only had, they only did it for, like, what, not even 24 hours? Or is it was it 24 hours? It's like a couple days. But still, like, a couple days isn't that many days. Yeah, true. I mean, if I go missing, I would like it if you continued to look for me for more than, like, two days. And well, if, they can't look for you until two days are gone anyway. They can't declare you missing, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, like, our, if our Stargate travels lead us in that direction, then I'd really they don't, appreciate it. They don't, they don't give up on you that bad, I mean, that fast. Put in a little extra effort. So when they get him back, I wonder if, like, if Daniel pulls uh, Jack to the side and he's like, Hey, I just want you to know that Hammond was Hammond's really, kind of a douche. He was going to give up on you. Sam would be the one that he tells anyway because jack would be like are you talking i'm not listening still (laughs) sam goes with the old i know i'll just unplug it and plug it back in route trusty (laughs) trusty old restart (laughs) (sighs) that's going to be the way to fix everything forever and ever thousands of years from now they're going to be like the time machine won't work well have you unplugged it and plugged it back in oh my god yes i'm telling you (laughs) And it worked because it turned the thing back on, but they still, like, they weren't quite on the same page for how uh, how it's working. Yeah. Because it went, and then it turned back off. Oh, my goodness. And doesn't Daniel figure out something about it? He does figure it out. Cause he's... Like, something, like, something happens, like, she turns it on, and it vibrates, or some, and, and the bass vibrates. Yeah, like like in the old days. Yeah. In the old movie days. And Daniel is well aware of that situation. So he's like, is this, is it happening? What is this? Yeah. I, I love the scene where it's him, Hammond, and Tilk. He turns to Tilk and he goes, 
what happens when you when you dial your own number? And he's like, it's the wrong person I'm asking. What <laughs> happens when you what happens when you dial your own number? That was a very exciting scene to me. Like that was very well delivered. Um, that it's like that kind of thing that makes me like Daniel. And then he'll go do something putsy later on that I'll be like, oh god, he's so frustrating. <laughs> Daniel does a lot of putsy stuff. That's that's my favorite way to describe it. I think it's not like he's doing anything inherently bad until much later, but he's putsy. Mm. Uh, Jack says Sam has to leave and climb to the surface. And she's like, I don't want her. Yeah, but she does it anyway, and she makes it to the top, and it's to, to what end? To no end. They're stuck on an ice world. Ugh, so exhausting. She's like, it's an ice planet. Ugh. And the SGC finds them just in time. Mm-hmm. And they secure that that second gate. But uh, before they get there, like when Sam falls back down, hopeless, and just collapses to die with Jack mm-hmm. in his arms because romance swells. Yeah, and then they're all they're all they're all excited because they realize, wait, there's a second gate. I mean, and it's an, they're trapped in Antarctica. Oh my goodness, I can't believe that there was a second gate. Uh, oh, so anyway, um, the time between Daniel figuring out that it's on Earth and the time that they go pick them up, it feels like this happened pretty quickly. But here's like within the last half hour. Yeah, they're like, see you in a couple of hours. Disagree. They had to have had a boat in Argentina at the ready to go over there, and then it would take several hours. And they probably did. If they're starting from Colorado Mm -hmm. and expect to get down in time to save these two in Antarctica, it is... No, but wasn't there like two outposts in Antarctica anyway? Well, yeah, there's military outposts that could get over there if those military outposts are aware of the Stargate program. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, you don't want to, like, show your hand and be like, hey, can you go pick up our two guys? They're definitely down there for no reason at all. Don't even worry about what's happening. What's that? They're uh, on a mission uh, to find uh, artifacts. Oh, how did they get down there? We weren't down there. Uh, Drill. They followed some penguins down a cave. Goodbye. <laughs> so, like, I know that from New York to Florida, it's three hours. And that's just... By couple, plane. Yeah, it's like 1,500 miles or whatever it is. I don't know. I'm not looking it up. Yeah, and that's by plane. So, and I haven't even left the country yet. And there's a whole rest of hemisphere to go. Yeah, but remember, the military always has technology slightly superior to, like, the average person. I mean, that is some superior technology. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure by then they probably had, like, GPS and stuff like that. At a minimum, you have to get a Concorde. And where are you getting No, the the Concorde, I think the Concorde was retired by then. I know, that means they have to go find an old Concorde. (laughs) (laughs) I took an old TWA plane to... Like England one time, because that did was, you? Oh my goodness! It was I. I called it an old TWA plane because it was so old. It had tube televisions, but not in front oh of every seat. It, they were in the aisles, and uh, there were still ashtrays in the handles, like in the armrests. Oh God! You couldn't use the ashtrays, but they were there. <laughs> tube how, television. And you how did that happen? Uh, I got a cheap flight from Iceland Air. Which is no longer a thing. I think they turned into Wow Air and then to something else. 
And uh, we oh, got flights. it for like 800 bucks for the both of us to fly to England. Yeah, and fl- flights, are, flights are super cheap now. Ten years ago? Yeah, you're right, because I booked a very cheap flight to Italy uh, before all of this uh, shenanigans happened in September. So clear up already, because I don't want to cancel my flight. Because mm. it's the me show at all times. <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> me, me. Back to the show. They didn't go to mm-hmm. Italy. They went to Antarctica, which cost $10,000, if anybody is curious to know how much it costs to visit Antarctica. Really? Yeah, it's $10,000 per person. You have to fly to Argentina, the tip, and get on a cruise ship, and they bring you over, and you get out, and you wave to some penguins, and you get back on, and you leave. So it, so the entire trip, the entire visit is like, what, five minutes? Well, it's a little longer than five minutes, but it's not overnight. Well, it can't be overnight. <laughs> I mean, I guess not. There is a science base there. I mean, you could theoretically pop up a hotel, but, like, who's running that show? Because nobody... Antarctica doesn't fall under any country governance. I would love to go into the science base, though, and be like, hey, what are you guys working on? Yeah, but, like, piling on your business is what we're working on. <laughs> we're, we're working on uh, go back the way you came. That's what we're working on. Working on Stargate. Now, beat it. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be so good. So yeah, they they spend like the next, I guess, five five plus seasons working on that second gate and just it comes back into play later and then they have to switch to it permanently because something, something that I don't remember what happens, but I remember them having to because of the battle over Antarctica, question marks. I don't remember. Don't the Russians get it at some point or something? Maybe. I feel like that's a probability. But I don't remember what happens. This is all very exciting. Every episode's a new episode for me. Yeah. Because I just don't remember. Uh, how many stars did you give this episode? I gave this a four just on the second Stargate alone. Oh, you only gave it four stars. I gave it five stars. Yeah? Full marks. All right. Ooh, what are you talking at a star? <laughs> are you, I don't know. Did you never ship Sam and Jack and you're like, screw this shit. Well, We're not doing this. Well, nothing really happened and, uh, until, you know, you find out that they're in Antarctica and it's a Stargate there. That's true. Yeah, it's like a bunch of wondering who's doing what and where. And... Yeah, it's like a hide-and-seek or the, Where's Waldo kind of thing. The twist of them still being on Earth is an excellent twist. Yeah. I'm selling you on these five stars. And even Sam's like, uh, hey, you came through the Stargate for us. And he's like, well... Not exactly. Yeah, oh, and they brought those two jokels with them? Come on, what are you doing? Yeah. They, they need to get there fast. They don't need to be weighed down by YouTube dum-dums. By Hammond and whoever. Oh, I know, like uh, their entourage, the Sam and Jack entourage. <laughs> uh, I listed this as a yes must watch. Like, if somebody was starting up Stargate, what episodes to watch? Definitely this episode. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's a class A must watch episode. The previous episode, I don't think we mentioned if it was much watch, must watch, but it is not. <laughs> um, not really. I mean, it does introduce like a new, a new speed, a new uh, race. Yeah, but you don't revisit them, so. I no, I think to... they do a couple times. Um. Well, we'll find out, won't we? We will we find will. out. Now, I watched the preview for the next episode. It's called Tin Man. Do not know what this means. Everybody's a machine? Uh, yes. 
It's the somebody Terminator. Makes them, somebody makes some androids. But they're all machines, Carter. That's right in the trailer. Yeah. And I think they go off on their own little adventures, but that's way down the line. Really? Interesting. So well, a bunch of Terminator... Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminators. Are, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't remember the number for that. I know it's the T-1000 is uh, Robert Patrick, and then I don't remember what. It was 800, 1,000, 3,000... And then they stopped doing numbers. It was like TX and something like that. Oh, exhausting. <laughs> I just... I I loved the series. I loved the first two, obviously. And then I loved the Sarah Connor Chronicles. And then all those other movies are just... That is... that. I was so mad when they canceled oh, Sarah Connor Chronicles. Oh, I my know. God. You have no idea. I do, because I was very upset. I was really crushed. It was really good. It was really bloody good, and everybody... it was. And they just canceled it after like three seasons. Okay. Thanks, Fox. Big surprise. It was, it just wasn't pulling the numbers. Uh, and to be fair, neither of the movies. So, but they keep making those. The mm-hmm. last one was terrible. Yeah, I bet it was. I didn't see it because why would don't, I see it? Don't even, don't even bother. It just it is, it is bad. So I look forward to. Ooh, I almost dropped my cup there. It was a close one. We'll watch Tin Man for next week. And, yes. Uh, my plug is always listen to my other podcast as well, Last Got Standing. As of now, the live show is on hold. But they, we haven't canceled Beltane yet, but it doesn't feel like it's That's right, happen. Beltane. I mean... Well, that's where the live show would be. A Beltane in the park, it's... Well, Hopefully one day I'll cancel it. Hopefully I'll get everything under control by then. I mean, I hope so, too. Our fundraisers are all canceled, like Psychic Night and all that stuff. This is just basic pagan community stuff. Uh, we had to cancel our, our Psychic Night because everybody's got an illness and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not canceling my job, though. I hope they can't. I, w- I wish they canceled my job. I was so happy yesterday mm. when I got the news. Oh. Well, I, I just... I need, like, I need the money. Give me money. I need money. True. Everybody needs money. Go give us a five-star review on iTunes. Maybe one day that'll <laughs> equal money. Yeah, we'll get famous and have money. And maybe they'll come visit us. Stars from this show. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I think I've only ever met... I've met... I only met... O'Neill, right? Richard Dean Anderson... And I met um, David Hewitt, who plays uh, Rodney. And How was he in real life? He's great. What a great... What a great guy. Oh, <laughs> all yeah? these cats are great. He... Because I meet them all in Dragon Con, and when you go to Dragon Con, that's really a, such a fan-friendly experience that like all the actors who are there want to be there. And they yeah, want it, to is one, it is one of the better cons I've been to, Dragon Con. It's huge, and they want to be with you. They... Mm-hmm. It's not like New York Comic Con where it's like kind of a chore to be there and whatever. And like everything mildly sucks. Like <laughs> like Peter Capaldi wanted to take a picture with me because he was so happy to be walking around Dragon Con. He didn't have to do any of that crap. He didn't have to be walking around. He could have just gone elsewhere. Yeah, a lot of them like walk around and they mingle with people. They go like, to the hey. parties. They're like, we're at the parties. Because we like to party. 
Yeah, and there's a bar, so they go to the bar sometimes. Yeah, man. It's great. Everybody, go to Dragon Con. Save your pennies. Do it. Well, not now, because I think, I think they, from what I heard, uh, Darren told me they canceled Dragon Con. They can't or have postponed it. They can't have done that. It's in September. It's not even time to call it for that yet. They haven't even been <clears> the guest yet. Well, they probably postponed it or like something, because I know registration is going on. People are like booking rooms and stuff. Oh, they book rooms like as soon as. Like the day. The day, the day it's done. They really do. Yeah. I'm gonna look that up because I can't believe that they would they would do this to me. Yeah, but so September third to September seventh. Not that I'm going, but what if I was going? I'm not. I'll be in going to Chowatow. I haven't I haven't gone for a while. The last time I went was uh what was it? Two thousand twelve, I think. Yeah, we um we went two years ago. So twenty eighteen. Oh, uh, how was it? It was excellent. It was excellence as it usually is. And, uh, yeah, I just always have such a good time when I go there. And, uh, one of the comedians that I met, Jonah Ray, he, um, it was... Oh, you met Jonah Ray? i never been so happy in my life. Oh, it, wow. It, it took me all four days to work up the courage to go meet him. I used to love him when he was on Nerdist. Oh, I don't used to love him. I still do. <laughs> and I bet I had his, um... For a stand-up album on vinyl, and I brought that for him to sign. And uh, it took like all the courage I had to like, like it was ridiculous how freaked out I was about meeting him. And uh, and I did it, and I met him, and he, he just had never been to anything that was so f- fan friendly like this. And he was like really, really happy <laughs> to be there. Well, I want to meet um, Kate McKinnon and Joe Coy, those two. Oh well, I don't know if they'd go to any convention the conventions kate mckinnon would go to any conventions or get i don't see why she would i know she was in ghostbusters but like i don't know she's, she's she was she talking. was the best part of ghostbusters to be honest she truly, she's the best part of most things <laughs> she's just pure excellence she is so yeah like i'm on the dragon con website and it doesn't seem to have any uh maybe that was on their twitter no well either that or darren's a liar Darren's not a liar. <laughs> he never lies. Pinned posts. Nope, everything seems to be okay. Oh, uh, the access application will not open March 15th. It will instead open on April 1st. Has nothing to do with the pandemic and everything to do with making sure your application is processed properly. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's good. At least they know a thing or two about a thing or two. Maybe it was um, actual Comic-Con. Might have delayed it because they're in what, July? June? What, San Diego? Yeah. San Diego's in July, I think. July. Yeah. Yeah, New York is in October. Oh, they're monitoring it closely in case they have to move it away from the end of July to like, I don't know, the end of August, probably. Probably. Anyway. Wow, it's the same time as like Dragon Con around that time? I mean. Wow. I don't know if people actually go to both. I mean, that would be quite costly. Rich people, I guess. So why would they care? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's some people that, that, that make it their like livelihood to just go to cons, no matter how big or small. I'd love to. Uh, go to Rhode Island if you want. If you live in this area, this Eastern Corridor area, because Rhode Island's is really good too. Rhode I know I've been to Rhode Island. It's very good. Rhode Island ever, or just Rhode Island Comic Con? <laughs> 
All right. Well, follow us on Facebook at ZPM Stargate and Twitter and Gmail and Instagram. And uh, that's it for me. So bye, everybody. See you later.